Welcome to today's podcast on A Course in Miracles, and we're really happy to be talking about this lesson. It's one of the most powerful lessons in the course. It's lesson 190. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Pain is wrong perspective. When it is experienced in any form, it's proof of self-deception. It's not a fact at all. There is no form it takes that will not disappear if seen aright. For pain proclaims God cruel. How could it be real in any form? It witnesses to God the Father's hatred of his son and sinfulness he sees in him and his insane desire for revenge and death. Oh, so when when we're in pain and suffering... Um, we are acting as if we're sinners and we have to suffer. <clears throat> the desire for revenge and death is coming from, we think it's coming from God, and God is cruel, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the basic premise of this lesson is that uh, we are the cause of our own pain. Yeah. And... Like, it doesn't mean, it, it says pain is deception, but let's face it. Like, if you fall and you break your arm and you're in a lot of pain, you got to tend to it, you know? Yes, it is a deception, but you've, you've made the mistake. Whatever those thoughts were that caused you to be careless and fall or break your arm or whatever. I mean, yes, there are mental factors that are the deception that caused that quote-unquote accident where you broke your arm, and now you're in pain, and that whole thing is a deception. It's, It's like a movement away from yourself as God created you in perfect happiness. However, If you find yourself in the pain, you still have to deal with it. Yeah. Can such projections be attested to? Can they be anything but wholly false? Pain is but witness the son's mistakes in what he thinks he is. Is witness to the son's mistakes in what he thinks he is. It's a dream of fierce retaliation for a crime that could not be committed for attack on what is wholly unassailable. It's a nightmare of abandonment by eternal love which could not leave the son whom it created out of love. So we're having a nightmare when we're in our pain. Yeah, we are. And And, it's it's a sign that illusions reign, it says. uh, But, you know, to tell somebody who just broke their arm and is in serious pain that pain is a deception, it's like not going to transmute, you know. They're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to deal with your mistakes, and your mistakes will have, you know, uh, retroactive effects. Now, if you're looking at the serious cause of whatever, you know, we say there are no accidents. So if you get in a car accident mm-hmm. or you fall and you break your arm, you have to look at the thoughts that attracted that. Like, you you could have had anger, you could have had, you know, frustration, you could have had a lot of thoughts 
that contributed to you being off balance and then something happens, you know, and then there you are in the pain, you know, the pain of the car accident, the pain of breaking your arm, whatever that is. Or, or it could be accumulative. You could be an angry person and not handle it and then end up with cancer, you know? Yeah. So, so like you, <coughs> it, it is real in the sense of you're responsible for how you've made it up, but it's not real in the sense of it's inconsistent with God's reality of you. Yeah, which true. would be free of pain, which would be perfect happiness, which would be um, the heaven state, or at least the forgiven world state, you know? It demonstrates God is denied, confused with fear, perceived as mad, and even a traitor to himself. If God is real, there is no pain. If pain is real, there is no God. That's quite a powerful statement. <laughs> For vengeance is not a part of love, and fear, denying love and using pain to prove that God is dead, has shown that death is a victory over life. The body is the Son of God, corruptible in death, as mortal as the Father he has slain. But that's a really powerful paragraph. You know, if you're in pain, you're denying God, and you're making fear real, and when you do that, make pain and fear real, you're, denying, you're saying there is no God. Well, and you're equating God with the body. And, you know, you see bodies uh, die and transition. And then you say, well, why did God allow that? You know, blaming death on God or blaming pain on God. Yeah, using pain to prove that God is dead. Yeah, right. I think that's what people are doing. Well, I mean, we're talking about two different dimensions here. You know, like there, there is a physical dimension that, that we've made up. And in our separation from the spiritual dimension of perfection, we've also made up a lot of, um, you know, uh, pain in the physical dimension. And it's it's like our separation from the perfection of the spiritual dimension and our forgetting that that's the guiding light. We're using something else to guide us where we think pain is real. Mm -hmm. and, and then we get frustrated, we get angry, we get, you know, negative emotion that attracts more negative stuff, including pain. And then we blame that whole thing on God, mm. when really it's our separation that we did from the spiritual dimension, the perfect dimension. We forgot that. It was our choice to forget that. And yeah. then we're not guided by that perfection, therefore shit happens. And then we get in pain, and then we blame it on God, like, he's the cause of it. No, it's not. It's our separation from God that's the cause of our pain. Peace to such foolishness. The time has come to laugh at such insane ideas. There's no need to think of them as savage crimes or secret sins with weighty consequences. Who but a madman could conceive of them as cause of anything? Their witness, pain, is mad as they, and no more to be feared. 
than the insane illusions which it shields and tries to demonstrate must still be true. It is your thoughts alone that cause you pain. Well, there's, there it is right there. Nothing external to your mind can hurt or injure you in any way. There is no cause beyond yourself that can reach down and bring oppression. No one but yourself affects you. There is nothing in the world that has the power to make you ill or sad or weak or frail. But it is you who have the power to dominate all things you see by merely recognizing what you are. As you perceive the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs, and what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. Yeah, I think this is really important for people to read this yeah. paragraph. It's your thoughts alone cause you pain and nothing external yeah. to your mind can hurt you or injure you. That even applies to somebody can't even kill you unless you're choosing it. Yeah, read that last line, the very last line. Uh, as you perceive the harmlessness in them, they will accept your holy will as theirs. And what was seen as fearful now becomes a source of innocence and holiness. What does that mean, what was seen as fearful becomes holy? Well, your thoughts, or people, oh. or whatever. But, you know, later on there's a lesson that says, I am affected only by my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And... The other one is, I can be hurt by nothing but my thoughts. We have to see that our mind is the ruler of our perception, you know? Like, if we're perceiving pain, then there's something in our mind that's mm -hmm. misperceived. Yeah. Um, or has, has focused on something that's created a vibration or a frequency that attracts negative things to happen that puts us in pain, you know? And that's our responsibility. That's our responsibility to clean up our minds. So, so this is really getting it, getting it clear. N no one but yourself causes you pain. So stop blaming God for all these things that you think, oh, why didn't he save me from that? Well, no. Salvation is free will, and your free will to think with different thoughts is is what you need to do. And uh, you've got to forgive uh, yourself for, uh -huh. for all the misperceptions that you've made. My holy brother, think of this a while. The world you see does nothing. It has no effects at all. It merely represents your thoughts. And it will change entirely as you elect to change your mind and choose the joy of God as what you really want. Yourself is radiant in this holy joy, unchanged, unchanging, and unchangeable, forever and ever. And would you deny a little corner of your mind its own inheritance and keep it as a hospital for pain, a sickly place where living things must come at last to die? Hmm. Well, okay, so there's, there's this neutral stuff, you know, and it really doesn't have a mind of its own. Like, let's just take all the physical cells of your body, whatever that is, and they're neutral. And you can mold it however you want it. You can, you can program it however you want it. So you can either program it with pain, or you can program it with joy. And 
which self, quote unquote, uh, the ego or your true self, your Holy Spirit self, which one of those selves are you going to program it with? Because the the nature of the ego is pain. Mm. The nature of the ego is sickness and death. Mm -hmm. The nature of the ego is conflict. You know, the nature of the ego is problems. So are you going to use that to program the neutral stuff called the physical universe? Or are you going to use the peace of God, let's say, to program all that stuff? The world may seem to cause you pain, and yet the world, as causeless, has no power to, to cause. Okay, let that the world as causeless has no power to cause. So let's just say the world is the neutral stuff, and we're going to mold that stuff uh, according to our will. Now, is our will in conjunction with the will of God, or is our will in separation from the will of God? Because if we're using the the will of the ego, which is in separation from the will of God, we're going to program all that neutral stuff called the world into a hell. If we're using the will of God and our will together, we're going to program that neutral stuff into heaven. Mm. As an illusion, it is what you wish. Your idle wishes represent its pains. Your strange desires bring it evil dreams. Your thoughts of death and envelop it with fear. With while in your kind forgiveness does it live? Yeah, fear, pain, fear, yeah. anger, and mm-hmm. guilt. You know, it's like that's the hell we made up. Pain is the thought of evil taking form and working havoc in your holy mind. Pain is the ransom you have gladly paid not to be free. In pain is God denied the son he loves. In pain does fear appear to triumph over love. And time replace eternity in heaven. And the world becomes a cruel and bitter place where sorrow rules and little joys give way before the onslaught of the savage pain that waits to end all joy and misery. Wow. Yeah, that would be death. Mm. The ultimate pain is death. Lay down your arms and come without defense into the quiet place where heaven's peace holds all things still at last. Lay down all thoughts of danger and of fear. Let no attack enter with you. Lay down the cruel sword of judgment and you hold against your throat and that you hold against your throat and put aside the withering assaults with which you seek to hide your holiness. Here will you understand there is no pain. Here does the joy of God belong to you. This is the day when it is given you to realize the lesson that contains all of salvation's power. It is this. Pain is an illusion. Joy is reality. Pain is sleep. Joy is awakening. Pain is deception. Joy alone is truth. So, take the joy of God. I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Is this whole lesson, right? Yeah, absolutely. And was that the last line? No. And so we make the only choice that ever can be made. We choose between illusions and the truth, or pain and joy, or hell and heaven. Let our gratitude unto our teacher fill our hearts as we are free to choose joy instead of pain. 
our holiness in place of sin, and peace of God instead of conflict, the light of heaven for the darkness of the world. So, yeah, I choose joy, I choose holiness, I choose peace. And joy, that's joy, holiness, and peace. And that's reality. Mm-hmm. You know, we've given reality to the illusion. And the illusion is pain, the illusion is suffering, the yeah. illusion is death, the illusion is hell. We've, we've given quote-unquote reality to that. We've, we've said, well, you know, we're feeling pain, it must be real, and blah, 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 and life sucks, and then you die, and God's bad, and geez, why didn't he save me, and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's, that's our ego version of quote-unquote reality. And this lesson is saying, that is not reality. That's an illusion you made up. That's like a bad movie, a bad dream you've made up. And you are the maker of the dream, and you are the only one who can unmake the dream. You're the one that has to turn the projector off. And that's what this lesson is. I choose the joy of God instead of what I'm projecting as far as the pain. I'm turning that projector off and I'm letting the reality of God shine through. And we walk the world rejoicing. Joy is reality. Pain is illusion. That's basically the lesson. So, hey, hey kids. That's a good one. That's a good one and this is a key lesson and I hope you get it in your bones. Mm. So... Bully Baba Key Jay.